You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Pretty big thing. Pretty, 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 pretty big. Yes. You don't need to do that again either, actually. I'm, I'm just, just I'm really excited. You're, you're just jealous. I'm jealous of you doing that. Yes, that's mm-hmm. exactly what's going on in my mind. I'm right glad now. that you admitted that. Yes. Thank you. We can finally get to the bottom of that. But no, we have a huge guest joining us very shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extell. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in, be it uh, via podcast or listening live. You can subscribe to the live stream by going to funemploymentradio.com slash live. Get access to our show and all of the fine programming on this network to listen live, chat live, hear the interviews live, including the interview that we're going to be doing in about an hour. In about an hour. In about an hour, there's a certain person <coughs> scheduled to come in here and join us. I am pretty, pretty goddamn excited. It's pretty cool. It's been amazing the response since we announced this. Mm-hmm. So if you listened yesterday, we didn't have confirmation until last night. That's why we didn't exactly say who it was on the show. But we can officially say now. Scheduled to join us in about an hour. In about an hour. The one and only Margaret Cho. And I don't think you that has never meant more than when you say one and only, because she is... She's one and only. She is one and only. Yeah. There's, there's only one, definitely one, there's one Margaret Cho. Yeah there's, <laughs> yeah, there's no one anywhere near or similar to what she does. Yeah. Yeah. She, she is her own person, that is for sure. Yeah, so Margaret Cho... Joining us here in a little bit, so thank you everyone for tuning in. Then we, when uh, when she comes on, we'll take a break and bring her on in so here. So excited! Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yes, it's pretty exciting. There, I knew a lot of people. I've seen a lot of posts about this since we since we put up that she was going to be on the show more than probably any guest we've had in a long time. Yeah, well, and it's true. I mean, she has had her hand in so many things. I mean, she's done everything from you know television to comedy to singing, dancing, acting, directing, like everything. Yeah, she's. Awesome. She's done a little bit of it all. Yeah. Or a lot of it all. A lot of it, it all. Yeah. Emmy nominated <laughs> right now too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So so very, very cool. We are very excited for that. Excellent work by Kenny B. Kenny ladies B. Ladies and gentlemen, God we need bless to make sure him. that Kenny B, our booker extraordinaire, is gets proper credit because he did a lot of work. I think he's coming in. I was a little confused by his emails. I, I don't understand. He said yesterday that he was coming in. Did he? Okay. Yeah. So he is coming in. At some point he will show up in here. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know how he's going to yeah, get Yeah, Shockwave going. is saying Margaret Cho is one of the biggest stars you've ever had on. Yeah, and you know, I was yeah. trying to think of one of the other uh, most famous comedians that we've had on, and it was as far definitely as female comedian. Female comedians, it would, it's uh, Aisha Tyler, probably. Yeah, yeah, That's what Aisha I think. Tyler. Yeah, and it turns out that Margaret Cho and Aisha Tyler are actually friends. They went to school together. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect that sense. That makes perfect sense. Yes. Oh, Aisha Tyler. Because Aisha Tyler was awesome, and another female comedian that we had on who Aisha Tyler said was a bitch turned out to be a bitch. Well, so, yeah. I think we're kind of on the same wavelength as her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, so Margaret Cho joining us here in just a little while, one of the many fantastic guests that we've had on this show. I was just honestly thinking about an episode of Sex in the City today, and uh, it just so happened to be like I was thinking about this, because uh, something popped into my I saw something about Sarah Jessica Parker, and I was thinking about it. And then lo and behold, my head defaulted. I'm like, oh my god, Margaret Cho was actually in that episode of Sex in the City. Yeah. Yeah, she played a character that she's been in so many different things. Yeah. Yep, she's been in a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of things. Um, so yeah, it's it's very exciting. Oh, yeah. Kenny is here, he says. Okay. Well, I don't know how. I'm just. I'm going to tell him really quick to buzz in. Yeah, Sorry. I'm buzzing this one. Or do yeah, you want okay. me to pull the phone in here? Yeah, that's good. Everything's going to be discombobulated. Isn't bad. No, it's it's, it's fine. It is Friday. It's Friday <clears throat> here in the land of Fun Employment Radio and all over the world. So Friday, thank you everyone for tuning in. It's once again. It's a long week, but it's ending. On a high. So Kenny B joining us here in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, this week um, kind of flew by. I mean, it did. It's it, in a good way. It I kind of like being so busy because it just means that everything goes by quicker. It's true, and we do need to make the announcement now. We said it earlier in this week, but just to, just to reconfirm, I will not be here on Monday. There's most likely not going to be a show. I don't think on Monday. Monday Maybe is not. A, I might a day do off. one. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah May. The only way to find out if Sarah is going to be doing a show, I guess, is to. To follow on Twitter and Facebook? Yeah. Is that the right way to do it? Yep, that's exactly it. No, so there's I a Kenny B. Always interrupting. So Hi, Sarah will uh, Sarah will let everyone know. I will be out. I'll be indisposed because I will Why be... Why will you be indisposed? I will be involved in an acting job as an actor. I have been... Uh, I, I got a role. It's a pretty big one. 
I just I can't say exactly what it is. I will say it's it's commercial oriented, but it is a pretty big gig. I'll say that. So Pretty you're big saying one. it's not like you're an extra. I am not an extra. You have a talking part. I have a talking part. I am the focus. Do you get your own trailer? I don't think I'll get my own trailer. I don't. I don't <gasps> think cool so. How cool would that be? Oh, that would be trailer. a trailer. Oh, that would be awesome. They don't really do trailers though for commercials. I don't. I don't think I'm going to get my own trailer. That would be sweet if that happened though. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, it's still it's it's going to be a it will be a sizable role. So we, uh, when it does come out, you know, I'm sure everybody. We'll get a chance to see it. Hopefully, everybody will get a chance to see it. So that would be that would be cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So let's see. Sasquatch says no role that you will fill should be described as pretty big, important maybe, but not big. That's true. <laughs> I'm not a large see, but smaller people have an advantage on camera. They do because you and your your small stature and abnormally large head. I don't have an abnormally large head. That's one thing that I don't have. I don't have an abnormally large head. My head is. Uh, it's it's normal. It's really not. Yes, it's average. It's perfect for my height. I bet you had to have special hats when you were I a did kid, not have to have you? special hats. I don't have that big a head. I have a lot of hair that maybe it look, makes it look a little bigger. No, I'm, I'm thinking that you don't have a lot of hair. I think you have a lot of head hidden underneath a little bit of hair. No. No. I, don't know, I never My really head see, is perfectly fine. You don't have a part or anything. It's just always so curly-whirly and everywhere. Like yeah. you can't really tell like where your hair ends and your head begins. Well, that's There could f- be a whole lot of head in there. No, it's just a whole lot of hair. No, my head is perfectly normal size. I don't have an abnormal, like, Sean Penn head. Sean Penn has a huge head. I've seen him in person. It is, he looks like a human bobblehead. But, uh, no, You're I don't have that, that kind of head. You're not that bad. You're pretty close. You're like a, like a low-budget bobblehead where they can't afford, a like, low the whole... A low-budget bobblehead? Where they can't afford, like, the whole enormous head so they get, like, the smaller bobblehead. That is not the case. I am not, like, a, a low-budget bobblehead. If probably... I were to be a bobblehead... A, I'm not one. I don't even know how we're getting into this discussion. I'm not a bobblehead. But if I were, I would be much better than, than low budget. That's what I'd you're be a very to. expensive bobblehead. I'm I I actually I'm thinking I, I missaid that. I misspoke. I don't think it's bobblehead. I think it's closer to like like a troll doll. There's a reason why I'm single, it's because I have expensive tastes. And not enough money to pay for it. I don't them? know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that one. I don't know how to go down that line. Uh, anyway. I don't even know how to respond to that. Anyway, yes, I, I will be out on Monday, so apologies to that. Well, it's all right. I'm sure that, you know, it's well worth you missing your passion project for glory. Well, it should be. This is a far more than a passion project. But, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm saying this is yeah. unemployment radio. Yes. Oh, yes. Got you. No, I wasn't talking about your other job. Yeah. No, now I know what you're saying. Priorities, man. I know. I'm sorry. But I kind of got to do it. It's one of those opportunities you can't pass up. No, and it's a great opportunity. I, um, thankfully, since he has taken the day off, I got it out of him what he was doing. And it's a pretty fucking big deal. Like, I know what a big deal. If, if I under, I don't know anything about acting. And if I understand that this is pretty big, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. It could, it could, it could help out in a lot of uh, T is asking if you're auditioning for a strip club DJ on Monday. Damn it. And nobody was supposed to know this stuff. I said I can't talk about it. Yes, it's true. I will be a strip club DJ over Sunday night. And the only reason we can't do a show on Monday is because I'll be tired because I plan on staying up all night partying with uh, strippers slash hookers. Um, Rick is asking if you're filming an episode of Little People Big Head for TLC on Monday. <laughs> you go to hell, sir. You go to hell. <laughs> uh, no, no, I won't be on. It won't, won't be reality television. I can say that. I can say that. You're all bastards, all no. of you. Uh, anyway, there we go. So, well, yes. so Margaret show today. Margaret show. Many thanks to our first guest that's coming on. Oh, that that's happening. Yes, indeed. And no Greg on Monday. No Greg on Monday. But it is uh, true. maybe we should. Somebody actually wrote us a message the other day saying how, um, like, now this song is officially called to listeners Kenny's song. And someone's <laughs> like, I was walking through Fred Meyer, and I know exactly what they're saying. Like, and Kenny's song came on the radio, and all I could do was laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and thank my lucky stars that my mother-in-law doesn't live with me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, Kenny B. Once again, I'm happy I can bring joy to others. <laughs> Kenny, you do. You brought joy to us. You know what? You brought joy in the form of a text message when you wrote me last night and said, Joe's a go. Joe is a go. Joe's a go. Joe's a go. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. It's true. Yes, I was quite excited. And yeah. Kenny, because you are so amazing and you do so much for us, we decided to give you 
one of your favorite things in the world. I see. It's this true. is a wonderful present here. So, Kenny, Kenny, uh, we do have the the large industrial sized coffee cans almost in here for coffee for guests and for ourselves. And once they go out, Kenny. Kenny's obsessed with collecting them for some reason. What he does with them, I have no idea. I don't know. He says that he has stacks of them, and he labels them, and he keeps things in them. He keeps his <laughs> secrets in there. He keeps his secrets. But we put a few secrets in there for you, Kenny. We did. Yeah. We we ran out of the coffee, so this is yours. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, you know, as a gift from us. We even autographed we, it and wrote you personal we messages. Did. We I did. See. We autographed it for you so that you would have that. On the side, it says, best of luck, little buddy. You have a tough road ahead of you. Signed, Greg Nibbler. What does the other side say? It says, to Kenny, love Sarah and Greg. Oh, what's this? Another note. Dearest Kenneth, best of luck to you in your life. You were an asshole as a kid. Love, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. What's in the can, Kenny? What's in the can? Well, you know, presents, normally the package is secondary to what's inside of it, but this mm-hmm. is exciting to me because this is a wonderful coffee can, and I'll use it for stuff and things. What yeah. do you put in your coffee can? Why do you? He keeps his uh. poop in there, I think. That's what, that's what he's probably <laughs> Who doing. Who's the guy that Collect did that? Keeping his poop in a jar? Uh, isn't it, wasn't it uh, uh, Marlon, but Marlon Brando? Marlon Brando, yeah. Marlon Brando kept poop in jars. But I think he did it in mason jars, which, it, you know, it makes it a lot fresher. Yes. Well, Marlon Brando did, didn't Howard Hughes? I think he did as well. He I know he was peeing urine. in jars. Like Maybe it's when just he was, urine. He was... He wouldn't leave a room for a long time, and because uh-huh. he was crazy, and yeah. But but I yeah. think Brando just liked his poo and wanted. And to he keep it. no, and he required his guests to poop too. He had to. Have, Did he? I remember this because mm. I remember how weird it was. <laughs> they he, had to poop in. They jars. had to give him a poop sample. So that's the question: If you could hang out with Marlon Brando for one night, would you poop in a jar for him? Uh sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd hang out with Marlon Brando for one I'd night. I'd probably poop in a jar for Marlon yeah, Brando. Yeah, poop in it just to just to have the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, it's Marlon Brando. Did he watch you? Uh, you know, present the sample. I don't know. Collect, if you will. It didn't oh, say I don't that. know. I don't, yeah, I don't if you know had the to... inner workings of the poop collecting. Yeah. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure how that exactly. Have works. you ever yeah. had to give a stool sample to the doctor? No, I've had to do pee one. It's it's horrible. You have to like put uh, <laughs> saran wrap on the toilet paper and catch your poo. Well, because a lot of times I mean, I mean are, saran wrap on the toilet. <laughs> I know that we're literally talking about, talking about toilet humor, but I mean that would be kind of intimidating because sometimes you don't know exactly how things are going to transpire. Right. You and never know. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. A surprise. The human body is a magical, mysterious thing. Speaking of surprises, let's find out what's inside this coffee can, yes. shall we? All right, here we go. We just okay, collected some wow. things around the studio that we well, thought you might like. There's some leftover coffee. There's a Fun Employment Radio sticker. Oh, wow, look at that. Some sort of cap for Crest. Okay, if I lose the my toothpaste, toothpaste cap. cap. Then uh, I got an extra. Well, sometimes those things fall down on the ground. You want to put it back on the toothpaste yeah, so after it's br- touched the ground. There's a brand new one for one you. One of our lovely uh, button bottle openers. Yeah, soon to be available at the Fun Employment Radio store. Yes. A business card. It's good. I don't have one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and emergency. Yeah. A wow. band aid, which looks like it's been in someone's bag for a long time. It's probably covered in some sort of greasy. Probably makeup. Item. I don't know who's bad. Um, and be. Uh, some Easy Mac. That's oh, from Sarah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that. And a bunch of leftover coffee. <laughs> There's more stuff. A Sharpie. I, I love Sharpies. Oh, Thank that's you where I put much. my Sharpie. Actually, I'm taking that away from you. Um, <laughs> you're taking it back? <laughs> I didn't realize you're I put it in there. You're giving him the Sharpie that you're taking it back. I wasn't giving him the Sharpie. It must have fallen in there. A ham-fisted radio sticker. Yes. Indeed. A plastic spoon, yes. which is really hard to find. I know. Um, and a Molly anchor. That's what this is called, people. See, a Molly anchor. Yeah, we weren't sure what it was called. That's... That's good because this is the type of shit that I keep in, in coffee cans is, is little hardware and all kinds of stuff. I collect all this shit because I use it for various stuff. For your projects. For all my projects. And uh, my grandfather invented a, a, a storage system which holds coffee cans. And so the coffee can is the uh, primary What do you mean a storage uh, system? It's, it's like this bracket system that goes on the oh, wall and it, and it holds coffee cans and that's its goal is to hold coffee cans and you put all kinds of stuff in the can you label them with things and this is this is the long generation of collecting shit that most people find useless <laughs> uh, so it's basically or screws, screws and nuts cans. and bolts and oh, you know, yeah. so it's organized hoarding y- yeah but it, it has a use you can build things with it so it's all good all right, good. Yeah, let's get this all yeah. cleaned up before. Uh, now there's Mark coffee Mark. grounds everywhere. So don't forget just what you are. Yeah, keeping your poop in a jar. Play it, boys. I've since, uh, you know, left my days of pooping and things behind. We all know that I used to do that as a child. Hence the note on here that I was an asshole as a youth. So. Yes. It's true. 
Uh, we have received quite a lot of response, <laughs> really, to to your tales of youth that right. you told on this show last last week. Tales of youthful trickery, L- youthful trickery, and <laughs> pooping. Yeah, and uh, yeah, some people, some people may have wanted to punch you. Yeah, I yeah. I, uh, I deserve to be punched. <laughs> yeah, I um, not now. I think not I've now. since nobody no. punched Kenny. I think I've since repented and uh, mm-hmm. made up for my youthful sins, and uh, I've I've been paid back in spades with legal bills and other things um so it's it's, it's all good and also you know having your girlfriend's price. mom live with you yeah all kinds of let's say life's been a payback right it's all come around hasn't it well mm. that's why i wrote on there you got a tough road ahead of you <laughs> that's right uh, speaking of your head, Greg, uh, so you're saying you're a high-class bobblehead. No, I'm not saying I'm a bobblehead. I am not a bobblehead. But if you were a bobblehead, you would be a high-class bobblehead. Oh, so one of those ones if not were, made out of wood, but like the rubbery bobbleheads? It certainly wouldn't be one you get for free somewhere. No. Some event. No. It it's, would be one you have to pay for. So is it collectible? He's like a the beanie yeah, baby of sure. the collectible bobbleheads? I don't know what that... But you know, there, there's one way we could clear up this controversy if you shaved your head bald. No, I'm you afraid to yes. really get the measurements. I think that that's a really good idea. I'm afraid to shave my head because I don't want to know what my skull actually looks like. Yeah, you I look have. like you'd have a weird shaped head. Oh, I can feel it, and it's all bumpy, and yep. it's weird in places, yep. and I've got scars from you know what I've talked about. Being when dropped I, on your head several times. In not your being head. dropped on my head. No, I did it all on my own. My mother dropping had no, yourself on your head. <laughs> dropped myself on the head, and uh, yeah, so I've got weird scars in there and weird bumps and things. No, I don't want to see what yeah. it looks like. I have all kinds of bumps and dents and divots in my head too. Yeah. Like in the top of my skull. I don't think it ever quite formed all the way, and so there's a bump right where my hair where You don't I'm think your skull formed all the way? I don't think so. Oh god, don't fall and slip and fall because I know. you probably have a soft yeah. spot there. It's all right. Oh. It's a Kenny Insta kill kit. Like right a, on the top of your head. A weakness. And then I have a dent in the back of my head, which I think is from uh wearing a hat from pretty much the time I was eight until I was about nineteen. Just never never, never took a hat off. Wear a baseball hat. I always had a baseball. I don't think there's a picture of me as a kid. Where I'm not wearing a hat. Yeah, I always had one on too. So I, I wore a lot of hats. I think I actually always backwards, but right, yeah. right. Mine was always forwards. I didn't like that that uh, that uh, you know the hoodlum hat. look. The ho- I didn't want to look like a hoodlum. I was a hoodlum, so <laughs> so you had to try to blend in. I didn't want to look the part. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to be incognito. But mm-hmm. I actually deformed the shape of my skull because I wore a hat so long. So I don't know if that's really possible, but I think that it is because like you can also like mold other parts of your body. Like if you wear a ring too long or you know, like a bracelet, and things like, grow around things if there's pressure on. Right, it's like yeah. a tree. When a kid builds a tree fort and a tree when he's a kid, and the tree eventually kind of grows around it. Yeah, that's what happened with my head? I'm not sure this about is, that. Oh yeah. This is what happens like we've had those stories with morbidly obese people and like yeah. they grow into their chairs and stuff or their underwear becomes a yeah. part of them like seriously well things yeah can that's connect. a little different it's not it's though. a little different I, I think that's different i don't well, know I mean, if your, your skull... flesh is an organ and like it's it's constantly living and growing so but, i mean yeah. it can grow around things. i don't think you're going to reshape your skull unless you did that when you were like a baby when your skull's still growing i don't but think around, i mean i started wearing a hat around eight nine Never took it off till no, I was 19. No, no, no. Why are you, what are you, Why are you pointing about? at me? Because you're frustrating me. Because what about those people in other countries who like are not babies that elongate their necks? You right. can do things. You can shape your head. No, but they do that when they're a kid. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. The neck I ladies reso- with no, the rings. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Nah, I'm pretty sure. Those people, I wonder, like, if they took the rings off, would their neck just like collapse? Yeah, I think so. Because it's the only thing that supports it. Because mm-hmm. I imagine you'd stretch the distance between the bones, and there wouldn't be well, and it bone. weakens oh, yeah. it. It weakens it because it doesn't right. have to do anything. That just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I that don't want to walk like around a with a floppy idea. neck. Right. Yeah. yeah. Flop- <laughs> you want to be a floppy neck person. <laughs> Greg certainly wouldn't want a floppy neck with his giant head. <laughs> it is not that big. <laughs> it's like a wet lollipop stick. <laughs> I don't know how many comments I got at the at the listener party. I heard that at the listener party that we had, um, where people were like, "Wow, yeah, you're shorter than I even thought." Uh, <laughs> I had so many people come up to me and say that, like, well, you really are short. I'm like, yeah. You are tiny. Wasn't making it up. I remember when I first saw you when we were lie. working in uh, terrestrial radio, and I'm just like, oh, look at that little yeah. small guy over there. <laughs> Would you rather have that or you make me feel better about my life? Yeah, that's, that's a, true. What's, a, what's yeah. the Boy. Sarah almost doing a split take. Kind of lesser of two evils there. <laughs> I wish we could do a poll. Like, would you rather be, wow, you're shorter than I thought, or I'm glad I don't have your life? <laughs> Which right. one's better? Right. I don't want your life. Unemployment radio poll. <sighs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it as a compliment. Things are good these days, sure. guys. Don't worry. Shockwave says Step Greg's head out. isn't that big. It's just his body is that little. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's a normal size head on a small body. That's all. 
You're not not like uh, proportioned correctly. I mean, you're not. Uh, Wait, like, I'm not proportioned. You're correctly? not like a tiny human. You're like, you're you know. I'm proportioned. You're beefy. I'm just as I just as God made me. Do you think me. that yeah, your yeah. that your arms and legs are proportionate to the length of your torso? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm perfectly proportioned. Yeah, no, I think I think. Well, what I'm saying is, you're not. You so may be short, but you're not like skinny too. So you're not like a tiny. So you're saying skinny I'm fat. I'm no, short and fat. Hard, so in his we're short and fat with a huge I head. I think the term I used was beefy. Um, <laughs> so he's better in his smallness. He's more of a little person than he is a dwarf because dwarfs have the strange, like the. Just super shaped, short appendages. Yeah, appendages. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel fantastic about myself now. <laughs> Let me just say that. We build self-esteem. I got a lot of That's confidence going into this shoot on Monday. James Sinclair, who's our buddy and who we had on as a guest on Sportlandia yesterday, uh, notes in the chat, you should have seen Greg on Sportlandia trying to find things to stand on next to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was true. Behind the scenes stuff, James. Not behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. James was on Sportlandia and we were standing... My mistake for I didn't I didn't get Justin the proper information, so we didn't have chairs there. Yeah, so we had to stand. And James is tall. Right. James, I don't know how tall he is. He's six, tall. He's like two, six, five, six something. something, a lot taller than we are. And it is true when he was on camera, a little secret. You can go back and watch this. <laughs> Sarah and I are standing on cushions. But you got you had a firm cushion. Mine was literally so squishy that I just was on floor level. Good. Then I look even taller. You did look taller because you were standing on a cushion. <laughs> well, you guys got you must be upset that. You know, cell phones are around now because the Yellow Pages is no longer prevalent. You don't have anything to stand or sit on. You can't find a Yellow Pages when you need it. <sighs> Always carry, carry Yellow Pages with you. <laughs> no. Uh, mm. Mm. I wonder how short people anticipate you being if you are shorter than what yeah. they think. Because like, we already like strongly exaggerate how short you are, but if people still think you're short, you must be pretty damn short. I don't know because I see you all the time. Yeah. Well, you're short yourself. Just, I think it's just you have no idea how tall someone is when you see them on uh, television. Mm-hmm. That's true. You just you don't. I've, I've heard people say the same thing about uh, Tom Cruise. So Greg Nibbler is the Tom Cruise of Portland, I think ah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, Kenny. Yeah. What's new with you? <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything juicy I can give you guys to make people feel better about themselves. Uh, See, but sometimes you come in here and you have something, but you just don't say it. And I think like today's one of those days. One of those days that I have something. I I'm think just you not have something, but like things are going really well, and you don't want to fuck it up. So, uh, yeah, things things seem pretty good. Uh, well, let's give it a quick update. So, your mother-in-law <laughs> uh, off uh-huh. cavorting around Cambodia, wherever the hell she is. Thailand, Cambodia. She uh, well, Laos. her base of operations is Thailand, but apparently she's traveling all over uh, Southeast Asia. Last I heard, she was in in Laos. I think she's in transit back to uh, to Thailand for this what? job that she supposedly yeah. came there to work, which obviously isn't she working. Isn't. She arrives with no money, yet is somehow uh, uh, traveling around Asia with some strange cab gentleman. She secured her visa. I know that. Okay. I don't know that. I don't know what type of visa or how long it's supposed to last. Uh, but I do understand now that a work visa, as opposed to just a, a visiting, you know, uh, tourist visa, is is actually much longer. So the hope now is that she does complete her training and does actually land a job. Which I was, I was Wait, I under she the impression that she had a job. Yeah. That's what I was under the impression of. But apparently not. Apparently, she, she has uh, her schooling paid for, and she has to go to school, complete the training, and then find a job. What? Yeah. So she she moved all the way over there with no job and no steady way to procure funding. Well, supposedly or? it's really easy, you know, like getting a passport or getting money out of the bank. It's really easy to get a job, you know. It is right. not because I have a friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Okay, you were joking. Thank God. Um, because I have a friend who's here in the States, and he has to have somebody... He's here on a work visa, and he has to have somebody actually... I don't know if it's different in different countries, but he has to have someone vouch for him. Right, basically. you have to have yeah. your employer, like, yeah. you know, val- verify that you are, in fact, employed. So, so she has achieved this work visa without having an employer. She hasn't gotten the work visa. She's gotten her, I believe, a tourist visa or some other v- form of a visa that's allowing her to stay in the country. Well, a tourist visa is not going to help her out to make a It allows a job her there. to stay in train. And get her schooling or whatever the fuck it's called. Whatever she needs. School training, training wow. school. For all I know, she's training on... She's training a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> to, to pay for How her. How is she paying nothing's for her for existence? Nothing's for free. Nothing's for free. How is she paying? She's paying with her orifices. That's how she's paying. Oh, boy. Lots of holes in that woman. I... 
do not confirm that uh, speculation. Oh boy. Um, no, she has. She had a bunch of money in, in savings before she went over there. So okay. So yeah, she's. But she still she continually like every time my girlfriend talks to her, she she emphasizes that she needs the car sold sooner than later. Is her quote. So, but I thought she had lots. In, I thought she had a lot of money saved yeah, up in her savings. Right. And so Kenny weird. is in charge of selling. Yeah, I gotta sell the car. This. Yeah. Yeah. So. So how's the girlfriend doing? Uh, she's good. She's uh looking for a second job right now. Because her first job is not uh, making ends meet. That's so weird. So she seems to kind of bop from one job to another, kind of, you know, <laughs> not really. She's had quite this, this, in this latest job for a long time, and she's doing very well. She's one of the better employees in this uh, this job she has. Her boss recently expressed uh, how much of a value she is to the business. Well, that's good. Yeah. So she's doing well. Good. That's good yeah. to hear. She doesn't find the job enjoyable or fulfilling, but uh, or really paying the bills but you know since she has kind of a it. secret gay man was she excited to hear about margaret cho she was uh, very excited and very jealous oh. yeah she was like she is a gay icon you realize that right i was like oh, all right all right okay all right noted i'll put that <laughs> in my research That's noted gay icon so it what's is. it like being a gay icon margaret cho that's the first that. question you guys should ask her yeah 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 <laughs> so anyway, Margaret Cho joining us. But, Speaking uh, of great guests, uh, uh, and I was embarrassed to say, well, embarrassed to admit that my story is pale in comparison to Joey Diaz, it sounds like. He oh, had quite, oh, a, yeah. uh, quite an upbringing, did he not? Yes. If this is your first time listening to our show, listen to yesterday's where uh, episode 719, where Joey Diaz joined us. <laughs> and he was great. He, he really was. was. But man, awesome. he just doesn't give a fuck. No. No, that no. is a definition of someone who does not give yeah. a fuck. Yep. <laughs> he has balls for his Twitter page, like yeah. Twitter picture. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is somebody who does not give a shit. He's like, here, and they're his balls. Yeah. Yes. A picture of his balls for his <laughs> Twitter picture. I think I'm going to use some fucking stunt ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he has a documentary called This Is How I Got My Balls. So <laughs> That's what it's for. That's the cover That's why it. he, yeah. he yeah. did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a He's a ballsy gentleman, that yes. guy. Yes, How was it being in a room with him? Was he intimidating a little bit? Or no, was it? he was no. really cool. Yeah, like, yeah he, he was, was really nice. Just the nicest guy. And after, you know, when we were leaving, it's like, hey, if you guys are ever in, in L.A., look me up. We'll have dinner. <laughs> like, all yeah. right. Yeah, Joey so, Diaz. Okay, Joey Diaz. Sarah and I are invited to go hang out with Joey Diaz and <laughs> I just beat up know, hookers. Because <laughs> I want to know what mean happened mug. with him yesterday afternoon. Because I know he was going to a couple radio stations, too. Was he? And that guy looks like he... Doesn't know how to turn it off. Like, uh, is he uh-huh. so naturally himself? Oh, yeah. So On was, terrestrial radio? I was kind of wondering. I'm like, how much of a delay? Like, they must have, have had to pre-record it or something. Uh, uh, Somebody had to have their finger on the dump yeah. button. Yeah, we're pre-recorded. He would yeah. eat, up, eat up the delay so fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. Because yeah. <laughs> I was actually thinking that. He's like, all right, well, we're off to do radio. I'm like, oh, fuck. I hope that they know what they're in for. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine how that would sound. And welcome now, Joey Diaz. Hello, sir. How are you doing? And we're going to break. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, yeah. so I'm glad you guys had fun. Yes. Oh, yes. He was great. Yes, he was, he was great. Nice Excellent work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I got to ask you a question, Kenny, because oh, oh, I had a... Oh, great. All right. Here we go. I have an issue with something that Sarah did earlier. Oh, okay. What? All right. You need some opinion, my opinion, my advice. An issue yeah. with something. Uh, if you have an issue with something that I do, you should talk to me, not talk to Kenny. Well, I talked to you about it. Actually, okay, it was yesterday. It was when this happened. What? And I haven't had a chance to talk what about did it. I do but yesterday? So, yesterday... Leaving Sportlandia, I had given Sarah a ride mm-hmm. down there, carpooled down to the Rose Garden. And on the way back, she complained about how she had a headache. Okay. And it's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't think I have anything. Maybe I have some Advil. And you I said, had, I had, think I have some Advil down there. Yeah. And you pointed down at the, at the, you know, to the side of the seat. Right. But here's the thing. The bottle of, that bottle of Advil was open. It had, it had broken open a long time ago, and there was Advil all over the floor. That has been on the floor of my truck probably since I went camping last, probably <laughs> uh, the week before the listener party. So almost a month. Almost a month this Advil's been rolling around on the floor of my truck. Loose. Okay. Loose, being stepped on, dogs ridden in there, camping's been in there, went through, courage show, went through everything. And 
Sarah started picking it up off the ground, and I was like, "No, don't, I was, don't it wasn't do that." Off the ground, don't. It act was like on it the was ground. Outside. It, it was, was on the ground in my to truck. The side of the seat between the door and the seat. It was <laughs> on, on the, the floor of my truck. It was nestled in a nice little area that nobody was stepping in. <laughs> the area that collects the most disgustingness. I no, would say. it you was look at that no, area. it was a nice clean side <laughs> of the car area, and there just happened to be some Advil. <laughs> Sarah picked it up. Swallowed the Advil. I dusted them off. Nonetheless, this Advil had been sitting on the floor for at least a month. I had a headache. My truck's yeah. kind of dirty. I've been busy. It's not clean. It's not clean. Yeah. There's been coffee spilled. A dog's been in there. Yeah. Dirty uh, people. Uh, yeah. What kind of dirty people are riding around in your truck, Greg? Ayo. I can't talk about that. But, Kenny... Well, we all know Greg's friends. Kenny... <laughs> would you eat? Would you take Floor Advil? Floor Advil. That's yeah. funny that you say that because the other day uh, we spilled a bottle of Advil at home, and we were both just like, "I'm not picking it up." She was like, "I'm not picking it up," and it sat there for a couple days. And I finally picked it up, and it was like the little little. It had sort of stuck to the floor a little mm-hmm. bit, and little chunks were breaking off. And I was just like, I was like, you know what? This shit's expensive. I'm not throwing it away. Good for you, Kenny. So I put it back in the bottle and. And it will get But it's used. all gummy and doesn't covered matter. The in medicine's dirt still in there. It's still got the good stuff, you even know, though I... it's covered in bad stuff. When you got a headache, you know, you got to make shit happen. Yeah. That just. Thing is, she was on her way home. I mean, we were less than five minutes away from I your house. You could have gotten run... home and no, had some. I had just run out of Advil and my head really hurt. And I'm like, all right. I'm going to take this now. And it was right there. It wasn't like it was covered in stuff. It was just. Oh, it was. You just probably couldn't see it. Yeah, so it's, it's microscopic, around in dirt. so therefore it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's rolling around It was in dirt. coated. It was coated. There was a coating on it. I did just hear a report about they're finding more information that um, foodborne illnesses can actually cause all kinds of long-term uh, health effects. Well. So that's something to think about. Dementia. Foodborne illness. Uh, that dementia? wasn't food. They can cause dementia. Dementia. and um, Sarah, how long have you been eating stuff? food off of before? <laughs> How long have you been having floor Advil in your system <laughs> and other floor things? I feel fine. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, so you've kind of extended the 10-second rule significantly. No, because it, that only counts from when I saw the floor Advil to when I ate it, which was only like five seconds. Does this only <laughs> so apply? Only the Advil already rule. was residing on the floor. It's it not was like you dropped nice it and little, then picked it, it up. It was basically in like a, a decontaminated like tin uh, <laughs> hey, to the side. I appreciate your uh, your opinions of my truck thinking that it's actually clean in no some problem. sections. It's not, just to let you know. <laughs> I'm well aware of it. My truck's gross right now. It's gross. It's dirty. I still haven't cleaned out the inside from camping, from hauling the band around. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's a dirty place. It's not like they're uh, like porous. They're not. They have a no, coating. But there's a, no, they are. But that no, coating. Not, they have a coating. But that coating <laughs> is part of the reason why they're going to be dirty because stuff's going to stick to that coating. Were these uh, uh, name brand or generics? I think they were name brand. I think they. Mm. I think they had the name on them. Because that the Advil, that candy coating on the actual Advil is a little more robust than the than the red coating on the uh, generic stuff. So I don't know. Honestly, I'm going to say that it's probably not name brand. Mm. It's probably the. Safeway version or whatever. Yeah, it's so ibuprofen. It's not actually Advil. So this standard you have for floor Advil, Sarah, does it apply to anything else or is no? It just if it was like if it was, well, I had a really bad headache. There was Advil there. The only thing standing between me and the Advil was a little teeny tiny, like specks of dirt. Okay. <sighs> um, Pet I don't dander. believe that, but I don't also don't fault you for taking the Advil. Yeah, it wasn't like probably stuck in some big Advil ball yeah. where they're all melted to each right. other. Like, they were just laying out yeah. nicely on the side. And I had a headache, and you know what? I took the floor Advil, and it went away. Like <laughs> it that. took care of that headache. And then it took care of it. <laughs> floor Advil. With my floor Advil. Maybe it's just the dementia taking over, so you can't feel <laughs> yeah. anything anymore. You have any back pain? I feel great. Everyone else is crazy. Now, Loki's asking if it were a sour patch kit, would, would you have eaten a kid? Would you have eaten it? No. No. Did you eat things off the floor when you were a kid? You seem like you seem like one of those kids. Oh, really? You seem like a paste eater. No, yeah, <laughs> not a paste eater. No, you do. You stuck that. Are you little, kidding me? I'm that, so that picky. There's no way. There. <laughs> what about a booger eater? Either you guys booger eaters? No. Oh, no. gross! You no. were, weren't you? No, I was not. That oh. freaked me out. No, not a booger eater. I remember seeing a kid, 
it wasn't just like a dry booger. It was like one of the boogers that has a collection of mucus on the end of it, Ew, and pulling it so out of his gross. nose <laughs> and just sticking it in his mouth and just being like. And, and I was eight or younger and being like, oh, just being completely yeah, disgusted. That's, that's gross. Yeah, that's really filthy. That's really disgusting. Yeah. Well, no, what? I'm saying I wouldn't eat anything porous off of the ground. Like if there was a if there was unopened food or like opened food or anything along those lines, I wouldn't do it. However, pills. I believe pills are good. Yes, <laughs> I needed. I had pills. a headache, and there was an uh, there was an option to make my headache go away, and it just so happened to be there. I feel fine. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right. Carrie in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live says uh, Greg won't even eat mayo. It's true. See, there's no way I would have eaten paste when I was a kid. I'm so picky. Mm. Maybe that's why you don't eat mayo now because you ate so much paste as a kid. <laughs> That doesn't even make yes, sense. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That doesn't make any sense. I ate a lot of SpaghettiOs when I was a kid, and you know what? Now I don't like SpaghettiOs. Uh, I think uh, Greg ate a lot of paste <laughs> and, like, you know, all of that. No, that is not true. I do not know. I don't like mayonnaise because it's gross. I, I am addicted to avocados, though, now. It is really, so uh, avocados annoying. Are delicious. Oh, my God. So I am eating avocados constantly. Drive, I think this is why he was bringing up the Advil thing, because Greg cannot walk by an avocado stand without... Grabbing an avocado. I'm like, what are you going to do with the avocado? I don't know. I just, I, I feel like I need one. I'm sure that I, I can use it. <laughs> you can put it on anything. Yeah. Do you eat them just straight? Or do you, do you ever eat them just straight? I have. Yeah. I have done that. I have I eaten them too. just straight. I like to, mush my, like instead of mayonnaise, like I'll do avocado my- spread. <laughs> have you ever peeled an avocado? Like, so it's whole? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's actually, uh, it's it, it's quite a challenge, and it's you can eat it like an apple. You really? peel off like the top half of it, and then you bite into it. It's yeah, I would totally do that. <laughs> I would totally do that. I am so addicted. I remember when I was down in California for um, Thanksgiving, I really wanted to stop, because it was like 10 avocados for five bucks, because they have them everywhere down there. Okay. It's on these side stands. Right. It's the avocado state. Yeah, my brother wouldn't let me buy them told me no we weren't stopping well you got to be careful with avocado because they if you go a little too overboard uh things will happen things will oh, start really moving. yeah things will start moving uh-oh and you can actually get incredibly sick if the if it's if it's uh past its prime avocado will really fuck you up like oh uh, nobody wants to be what? Just, by an avocado. just make sure it's fresh and, and you're good to go well there's an art to picking them out yeah 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 do you squeeze the tip <laughs> no, I don't want to hear about you squeezing the, the tip. The, where the stem comes out of the avocado, if you push on that part and it's just soft, just a little bit, it's perfect. That's my methodology, hmm. squeezing the tip. <laughs> hmm. You know what I did? It you re- st- weirds me out when Kenny makes himself laugh. Like, he can't even get out. Did you squeeze the tip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did used to eat the uh, orange juice concentrate, the frozen orange juice concentrate. Oh, well, that's I not good. Too, with a spoon. With a spoon, I yeah. would eat that. That's it's, not good for you. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's like a... Um, it was concentrated it's like a vitamins. Yeah. It's like a sorbet. <laughs> totally. It's not a sorbet. And it came <laughs> off in little, like, ice flakes. Uh-huh. It's not a sorbet. It's delicious. concentrated orange juice. That's not a sorbet. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> then we'd run around for hours, like... <laughs> the, the best was the lemonade, because it was so sour <gasps> and delicious. Oh, yeah. Mm, I like the pink lemonade. Gross. Pink lemonade, yeah. The pink lemonade was really good. What is wrong with you two? That's not something that you do. No. It gets you real fucking... You know, and jacked my mom up on sugar. It was wouldn't fun. let us eat a lot of like sugary stuff, so we right. didn't have a lot of sugar food. That was your so, treat, exactly. Yeah. And so, like my sister and I would eat that. That's not no. You're there not were supposed no, to do that. No popsicles around. You had to eat the. That's uh, orange not juice. a popsicle. It's it's similar. It's not. It's frozen at sugary, all. Sugary watery. No, stuff. not really the same. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. That pretty much is. No, I did eventually get like the flu. At around the same time I had eaten all of this stuff and so I threw it up and then it, like I couldn't do it anymore Ew. because it, it, I just filled my stomach with orange juice concentrate <laughs> yeah then, no wonder you got sick shocking <laughs> and then I, I just happened to get sick right around the same time and shocking that you would get sick with a, an entire can of orange juice it was the large can too it was the tall ones you know it was a tall boy it was an oh, orange juice wow. tall boy yeah, I, could, I don't think yeah. I could have ingested that. We used to make Tang Popsicles, though. Oh, nice. Those were really yeah. good. Did you use ice cube tray and toothpicks? No, we had actually had like a thing. Popsicle okay. maker. Like you could make yeah. six of them and you just fill yeah. it full. Well, sure, if stick. it's pre-made Tang and you pour it in, yeah, that's fine. It's not taking the concentrate. But that's like eating the Tang powder. Oh, yeah, I ate the Tang powder. You don't powder. eat the Tang powder. That's good stuff. <gasps> Do you remember don't those eat the things, tang uh, the dipsticks? Did you like that <laughs> yeah. candy? Oh, I yeah. I would eat those things until my tongue was like bleeding. It, what was it? What was that whole whole package called it wasn't a dipstick i can't remember it was a dip dipping dip oh, something oh you mean the candy thing yeah with the pouches and oh the, yeah and the sticks. Uh, it was like dipping sticks or yeah i think something like that dipping sticks yeah oh i love those things yeah, yeah. yeah you get those for a movie 
Yeah. You got to save it, though. Only, only, yeah, I only go through one pouch at a time because I'd make sure that I saved some, so I had some when I got home. Did you separate the Skittles when you were a kid too? Um, I would separate bowls for drinks? Halloween. I would ration my candy. I'd ration it so much because uh, I didn't want to go through it. I wanted it to last forever. Mm-hmm. That it'd go bad. <laughs> so I'd have this bag of candy. It'd have extra soft layer on the outside. Yep. Yeah, Greg yeah. just I'd seems like someone it. that would ration and squirrel Hoard, away his candy. candy. Yeah. Well, he part totally of totally a squirrel. Did you hide it in different locations? Oh, no, did. I hid it, though, because I couldn't let Jeff find it. Right. I couldn't let my brother find right. it because he would eat, go through his quick yeah, right. and then he'd be angling for my candy. No yeah. way. So instead, I would hide it and then every now and then I'd just bring out one of my candies and eat it in front of him. Like, oh, y'all out of candy? Mm. Y'all out of candy? Mm, looks like my this. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I got a lot more where these came from. You are such nom, a nom, nom, dick. <laughs> you, you didn't do that because you wanted your candy to last. You just did that because you wanted to torture others. I wanted to lord it over everyone. Yeah, exactly. Fun dip. Lickamade. That's Fun what this stuff is called. Dip. There oh, we go. I love the limeade and the cherryade. Oh, the cherryade was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, those things, those lick sticks, too. Like, as soon as I finish it, then you could eat the lick sticks, and those were so good. They were, uh, I didn't like the sticks. I they were chalky. Oh. It was like they were chalky. Yeah, you like yeah. the chalk? <laughs> did you like Maalox no. as a kid? I liked, uh, I did like. sponsor? I did like uh, Pepto-Bismol, the, f- the flavor what? of it. I love that, that flavor. That's not right. I've been told, it's been, uh, I think, about a 50-50 on uh, people I ask, what do you think of the flavor of Pepto? Gross. I love it. That peppermint flavor. They actually sell candy that tastes like that. That's disgusting. That a lot as a kid. Wait, you know the two for a dollar packages? Yeah. Like the little, uh, they have gummy bears and stuff. Yeah, I always used to get the peppermint gummy candy. Gummy bears. Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely disgusting. No. No. It's delicious. You're wrong. Sorry. No. Is that my, is that I think happening? that's my uh, computer making noises. Talking? I thought your, my it's, phone was speaking or it's something. It's my computer. You know what's not good in dipping is dipping dots. I don't think. Do, do they still the have those around? Dipping dot. Dipping dots are like it's like ice cream that's frozen into little balls, and like you, it comes in a vending machine, and you like push a button, and you get ice cream in a vending machine. But it's these frozen little balls. They like flash, flash freeze ice cream into these. Oh, little like balls. the little mushy ones. They're not mushy. They're they're because uh, the, you're thinking of tapioca the, the, balls. No, I'm, no, I'm thinking of the Japanese ice cream. Yeah, that's bubble, bu- like bubble tea, bubble ice cream. Okay, bubble well, tea. no, these ones are like like about yay big, and then they're kind of they have some give to them, and they're like frozen. No, that's that's uh, that's bubble bubble stuff. That's tapioca. It's, it's not, not tapioca. Dipping dots are different. They're I'm actual so ice cream that's frozen into little balls, and it, and you get like a cup full of these tiny little balls that are frozen, and you and they stick to your tongue and burn your fucking tongue because they're so cold. It's a terrible, terrible thing. It's like, all right, I'm going to put this burning cold, these burning cold balls in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I did. You used to have them in movie theaters. I can't believe you guys know what I'm talking about. Placing burning cold balls in your burning mouth. Burning cold balls. The Kenny B story. So cold they burn. Yeah, the thing that I'm talking about is Moshi ice cream. Moshi. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's got like a gooey sort of... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, crust or whatever magic. on the outside. Yeah. It's got a gooey magic. I think it's uh, like a fondant type outside. An ice cream in the middle. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. Glad Good story. I, glad I could Good story. Everybody. All right, well, should we take a break and get ready for our guest coming up here in just a few? We probably we should. We probably should. Yes, and because we need to I get rid of that little sandwich thing. She will be... That Why? That's part of my sandwich. No, Do you want to ask you know her what? if she wants You know what that sandwich is covered in? Avocado. Avocado. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, yes, we should take a break because... We're going to play some more Johnny D because... Today is 15 years since John Denver died. That's true. 15 years to the day. Yep. That's true. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back here in literally just a few minutes with uh, the one and only Margaret Cho joining us. Holy shit balls. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Don't say it like that. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Greg. <laughs> Hi, this. Hi, this is Greg Proops, the specky one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not the tall guy, the fat guy, or the black guy. And you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Greg and Sarah. All right, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And joining us now, everyone is very excited. I know we've had so many comments since we announced that you were coming on. Joining us now, the one and only Margaret Cho. Hello. Hello. How's Hi. it going? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. 
Yeah, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Yeah, everyone is is quite excited. So we have a live stream going on right now, and people are listening live as well. It'll be up in podcasts in a little bit. Ah, very exciting. Yes, Yes, very exciting. Indeed. So um, I'm assuming you've been to Portland before. Um, I was here. um, I was hoping to come here. uh, This is my association with Portland. I was hoping to come here because I I helped... um, my friend became the head writer of Portlandia because I hooked her up with Fred. And then, so they kept saying, okay, well, because you did this, you can come and be on Portlandia. You can come and be on it. You can come and be on it. But then um, I never got the call. I just got the call to be in the live show, which is fine, which is great. I would love to do that too because I love that show and I love Fred and Carrie. And of course, you know, it's, it's an awesome show. And I'm responsible for getting that writer on there so <laughs> they owe me yeah they all owe me deserved i was just like trying to prepare to come you know putting putting all you know my stock into like patagonia fleece and um <laughs> tiva sandals is getting really ready um to come and you know going vegan and getting really ready but i never got the call but it, you know the live show is good too <laughs> that's, that's good that's good stuff but that i love Port- i have i was here for like bridgetown oh yeah yeah, yeah. Couple, mm-hmm. like not uh yeah so that was like not too long ago and um we're here for this last one? not this last one i was with gotcha. the one the one right before okay and then uh i uh yeah so that was like, i think that was the last time i'm here so mm. with all those hipster comics yeah you came yes. on the first date that it is quite the hipster festival it's it really is. hipster i mean it's really <laughs> hipster and it's really like um it, yeah, that was the one. Uh, that was the year that Andy Dick had those shows. It, oh, he yeah. He disappeared for three days. Yeah. yeah. Well, I he didn't disappear. He I saw him every time. I knew where he was. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. Uh, I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. Yeah, I remember that was. Uh, there were a lot of people talking about that when he was here because somebody there kept being Andy Dick sightings and he was taking off in some. I remember was, him riding off in a bicycle, like one of those yeah, in a uh, pedicab. pedicabs, and he was yeah. just like waving to everyone, just disappeared into the sunset, and then that's when <laughs> nobody saw him for three days. I think we had, we, I think we all probably ate too many hot cookies or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. that was like a major, that was a major thing happening backstage at Bridgetown is that there was a lot of pot cookie and cake and brownie consumption, mm-hmm. and it's, and you know, you're like, these guys like don't really you know sort of like they're not used to eating it they're just used to smoking it so it's a whole different mm-hmm. thing yeah but yeah that oh, was yeah, crazy true. yeah I can't I, I ate a pot brownie before and it is it did not mix with me uh yeah <laughs> I had one um I had one not not that long ago and then I was high for like almost a week <laughs> like I could feel it in my system like holy it wasn't bad but it was yeah. just like this is really unpleasant like you go to bed and you wake up and you kind of wake up hoping that even if you have like a hangover at least you have your your head back but yeah Hot will not let it go sometimes. That's kind of the same thing. Like, every time I do it, I just kind of want it to be over. Yeah, I'm like, why is this not... Yeah, Yeah. it's like, why is this not... Why am I so tired and starving? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's kind of all it does in some some way. I mean, I I like smoking pot, but eating it is a little more than Mm. I bargained for. Yeah, and Bridgetown is kind of a cool thing, because, like, there are comics everywhere. It's like the entire Mm -hmm. city's infiltrated. Is it cool to kind of be around a lot of people who are kind of the same thing you are? Well, yeah, of course. It's great. And then, because we never get to see each other, and they're all really good friends, and everybody's close, and and we're all, uh, you know, we we just like to get to hang out, because normally... you know, we just come in for one day, or or one one person's here, you know, doing their act, and then they, 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 by the time you know the other person's here, they're gone. You know, so yeah. it's very rare that comics get to hang out. It's like when you have a festival like that, then it's just, um, you know, oh, it's like we're finally able to be social, you know, mm. and that's yeah. cool. So I like it. That's really cool. That's I really nice. enjoy it. Is there some music Sorry. playing somewhere? Yeah, I think is that coming from your... Uh, oh, yeah, we'll be. fix that there. Yeah, fix there it we go. in post. Anyway, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll edit that part out. Um, so, I mean, with all these, with all the stuff that you do, do you find that you still get a lot of time to go out and do stand-up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, that's, uh, that's a main focus of my life. I mean, yeah. in general, like, I, I, I love to do, like, movies and TV and stuff, and I've, I've, get, I've, I've gotten, like, into music and doing other things, but my main purpose is touring and doing stand-up shows and doing clubs and, and um, doing theaters and, you know, whatever. I, it's, to me, where I really live you know that's the yeah. life I've been uh, yeah. used to so that's what I always do it's pretty interesting too because we were looking at everything that you've done you've been in mu- music videos and you've also directed and mm-hmm. and, and produced and all mm-hmm. that kind of yeah, stuff yeah yeah I try to do a little bit the of bear everything. song one's pretty amazing. oh that's great well Jill Sobule's an amazing yes, artist yeah. and, and I, I really uh, I have a couple bands with her and she is uh, now in possession of my banjo which I really <laughs> want back but I, I want her to play it so but she's she's the the best you know she's really really uh, an amazing singer and songwriter and and uh, you know just great all around girl mm-hmm. 
Well, do you have as much fun? Um, so I, I can't speak for Greg because I don't think it's probably too Drop Dead Diva. Are you a fan of that? I'm, I'm aware of Drop Dead yes. Diva. I'm, I will be honest. I don't watch it. That is such That's a. True. It's for Lifetime. It's a li- <laughs> I celebrate and lifetime. everything Lifetime. Me too. I have a li- do you watch the Lifetime Movie Network? I, I have. Yes. 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 It's really, really good. I have. I love, well, I, have I love Meredith Baxter. Oh, me too. So <laughs> she's, she's she plays the grieving mother so well. She's really good. Yeah. At everything. And so yeah, I love those movies and um, you know, like human trafficking and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's very, it's very. <laughs> cool um so i like that kind of stuff um yeah, do you have fun doing the show yeah i love doing Drop yeah it, it is so it's it's such a sweet like funny show yeah thank you mm-hmm. thank you we really we really have a good time and you know we're all all close because we've been doing the show for five years so it's the fourth season now and we did the pilot like a year before that so we we just know each other really well we shoot in atlanta so that's um a major part of my year is going and shooting that show and then you know co- co- coming back and then touring so do you live in georgia then while i had a, i had an a, apartment like there now I don't have it um, I uh, have to find another place okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it really like I'm kind of like a squatter I mean it's kind of weird like I really because there you have to have a lease of a year to get any place decent but I so I end up e- like in illegally renting apartments that's like the biggest crime that I commit every year is I illegally <laughs> sublet so I'm gonna have like um, you know houses <laughs> like tattooed on my face coming out of my eyes for all the houses I've rented illegally. <laughs> Instead of teardrops, just Instead little of tiny teardrops, houses. Just tiny little houses. Just tiny little one-bedroom apartments <laughs> tattooed on my eye. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Or the fallen ones. So have, you, have you gotten any new recent tattoos? Because you, you're... Um, yeah, I, yeah, I got some really good ones on my knees. I have. Um, I was going to say, were those real? Because I saw that. With yeah, the George Washington. Yeah, and Lincoln. It's Washington and Lincoln on. And I have. Well, I've been Franklin my back. So awesome. I fit. And I have also have a little bit of the Queen because I have a like this. Um, it's a very urban LA kind of. Uh, Cholo tattoo. It's um a, a rose made out of hundred dollar bills, but I have one made out of hundred dollar bills, and then another rose um, made out of fifty pound notes. Awesome. And so then you nice. can see the um the queen. It, again, I, I wanted to get a rose of euro somewhere, but I don't I don't have space. So yeah. But the, I have the on my <laughs> knees. It's um it's George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, and it, it's just so uh, dumb looking. But <laughs> I, it's really it's great too. Like I, was I really. Say- yeah, what was the idea behind that one? Well, I just think it looks so silly, you know. And then um, in the turn of the century, you know, like all those like um, tattooed ladies in the circus always had presidents. It was always very, very patriotic. And there was a yeah. lot of presidents and a lot of like stars and stripes and eagles and stuff. So that was my nod to that. Because I have enough tattoos where I'm actually qualified for a minor circus. Not like, you know, a really <laughs> big circus, but probably like a smi- sort of a minor touring sideshow. Like a See, county <laughs> fair instead of state fair. Exactly. Type. Yeah, yeah okay. I have enough for that, but not enough to be really like, you know, world famous tattooed lady. Oh, well, gotcha. you fit right in in Portland. I think so. If you don't have at least like five tattoos, then, you know, you get sent out of the city. I know. People really have me. It's great. You know, they have really beautiful, beautiful stuff here. It's too. fun. People and there's so many stuff. amazing yeah. artists here too and people mm-hmm. just get the best stuff done. Yeah, it's beautiful. So did you... uh so I know you were on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was I just I, I don't I've only seen it a few times. I actually did see one of the episodes you were on. What was that like? Was it? Um, it was as, really weird. Um, so there was like one day, like um, that Bristol Palin got sent like a mysterious white powder, and I was I was wow. like I was like oh no that's my coke that's for me in the situation. <laughs> no, I, I I was just like the worst person to have on there because I, I didn't take any of it as seriously as they wanted me to and uh-huh. like so I just like you know I, 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 I everybody takes that stuff so seriously and I, I really kind of didn't but it, you know I did it because they pay so much money mm-hmm. that yeah. you can't turn it down I mean it's like sick yeah and, and so I, I was like I was really scared I was going to get hurt the whole time and then I kept thinking oh, I'm going to throw this competition how am I going to throw how am I going to throw it like how am I going to how am I going to th- get kicked out but I don't know how I'm going to get kicked <laughs> out because they're not going to drug test so uh, what can I do what can I do I just kept trying you know all these different tactics to get kicked out finally um, I did it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. kind of like one of those things where you want to get kicked out, but you don't also want to look like an asshole. So you're like, uh, yeah, trying to balance a little. Everybody looks like an asshole too. So it's yeah. kind of like you guys are such assholes for caring about <laughs> this. Yeah, it's so dorky. <laughs> but well, it's also great. Crying, like, oh god, I just wish I danced better. Yeah, oh, I mean, god. I mean, also they. I don't think they. I think they plan the whole thing out before you even get there. So they they plan out what's going to happen. They don't even watch you dancing. Oh, so they already know. They already know what's going to happen because all the time I danced. I was just like 
they don't care what I do out here. I mean, they're not even watching. Like, they would, like, comment on things that I didn't even do or, like, say things, like, that I didn't make sense, that didn't make sense yeah. to me. So I'm a dancer, so I actually, like, kind of know what I would, was doing. But I, I was like, wow, they totally decided they were going to say that before I did anything. Like, they decided wow. everything before it even happened. And so that's kind of the nature of that show. I mean, I guess they have to do the stuff like that because for reality, you have yeah. to kind of, I don't know, somehow help the reality along. But they need to find some kind a way to have like a story. Oh, did yeah. did they do the whole thing like where you're standing there clutching your dance partner's hand and yeah. then you stand under the stop like the spotlight? It's like a French fry light because everything's <laughs> really orange and yeah. it gets really hot. It's exact. I mean, I I was a short order cook, so I know the French fry light mm-hmm. when I see it. And it was a French fry light, and then you're under this French fry light, and then I remember being under the French fry light, and then Sarah Palin was sitting in the little oh, little area in front of me, and she was like waving maniacally, like you're going home, you're going home, like <gasps> bye, wow. bye. bye. Bye, because um, because Bristol and I didn't get along. I mean, I I find That's I find shocking. she's great. You know, I mm-hmm. find that she's a nice person. But it's like I had so many uh, like preconceived notions about her family and their politics, and I I was just really uh, offended by it. Before I was pre offended, mm-hmm. yeah, like I was pre pre pissed off before I even got there. And then when I met her, I'm like, oh my god, she's a child. Yeah, I, I'm like yeah. a grown woman having a fight with a child. <laughs> this is really stupid. So well, I, it's I, nice to know that Sarah Palin's as childish as you think she is. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Like, she wow. Totally is, but it's it's kind of like yeah, that whole family is really um, amazingly creepy. It's like so weird, and and then you know, but they they really are reality television stars. They're the last Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last <laughs> Kardashians. Kardashians. That's, yeah. that is that's fantastic. Yeah. that's a that's a coined phrase. I think that's, that's awesome. our, but that's what they are. That's, that's true. Yeah. They, they should do they should do reality TV, and I mean they should just be that instead of being in politics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be a huge hit if she did that. If mm-hmm. she if they yeah did a yeah I just saw that Sarah Palin's coming out with some. Yeah. Like, fitness book or something really well yeah. it makes sense I mean that's you know she sort of markets a lot of that on her look and, that's very true know, it's all kind of very glamorous for them yeah yeah she probably make a lot of money I'm sure mm-hmm. would you anyway. purchase the book no 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 I wouldn't yeah, me neither no <laughs> <laughs> so you started stand up at a really young age yeah I started really young I really wanted to be a comic I, I wanted to be a comic when I understood what the job was and then uh-huh. I, I I fell into it like Really early. You know, I'm from San Francisco, which is very similar to Portland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so, you know, there was a very, very big comedy scene, and it was happening through the 80s, and all... All, like there was a comedy uh, radio show called you know Alex Bennett's show and that that was like comics would go on every day at six in the morning so I would like go to school and like listen to the comics and then I would they would talk about their shows and I would like go to their shows and um, I was at like eight, lucky enough to go to a comedy club where they didn't have um, sort of an all ages place uh-huh. and so they didn't have limits about like how old you could be to perform and so I would do sets there and it was like 14 and 15 and wow. then I, I really started my career like at 16 17 like really hardcore like touring and um, you know did 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 pretty much have like it kind of all locked up by like nineteen. I was like, okay, this is my career, and I want to do this. So it was good. When wow. were you? You were pretty young when you were opening for Seinfeld, too, right? Mm-hmm. I was I I was about sixteen, and wow. he told me like he's he was really really encouraging, and he's like, you gotta quit school and do comedy. You you gotta just just do it. You know, don't don't mm-hmm. worry about it. You're gonna do great. You, you know, just just drop everything and just do this. You gotta just follow it. And and, and he was right, you know, and he comes every once in a while, he'll come, come to a show and he'll 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 be very secretive about it, you know, and be backstage and watch from the side and he's so proud, you know. He's really a great, great man. <gasps> that is so cool. What a neat story. Yeah, he's awesome. Like he'll send me letters and, and stuff after if like I've done like a special and you know, it's on like special Jerry Seinfeld stationery. <laughs> really <laughs> nice. He's got his own stationery yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really beautiful, and he, he, you know, he's such a classy dude. So I, I just, I, I love him, and you know, he really helped me a lot. But I mean, a lot of people were really supportive. Like Roseanne was super supportive, and Rosie O'Donnell, mm-hmm. and you know, people in the beginning were really into what I was doing. So that helped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to help like comics. Like the comic that I'm with now this weekend at Helium is a great comedian. She's uh, Selene Luna, and she's been touring with me on this tour, and and uh, she's really phenomenal. And I think people were really going to love. That's a it. really phenomenal name, Selene Luna. Selene yeah, yeah. Luna. Yeah, she's a phenomenal girl. She's um, three foot ten. She's a little person. She's a great stand-up comic. She's a burlesque dancer, and uh, so she's um, she's really somebody that does the same things that I I do, and mm-hmm. we yeah. work together a lot. So it's 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 really fun to introduce new people to an audience that that know you know they're going to be loved. So. Oh, that's great. So well, are you are you still on your tour now, or are you? Yeah. 
Okay. I'm on tour now. Uh, we have a little break. We've just been going all over the country, and now I have uh, till Wednesday to do my laundry, and then I go to Paris, <laughs> and then because I, I have to, I like that's the thing about like comedians is they have the filthiest bags. Like I just have oh, filthy, yeah. dirty laundry. <laughs> like if you go from like club to club and and like show to show, you just never ever end up doing it. Mm-hmm. So I I have to do my laundry by Wednesday, and it's like over my head, like hanging over my head. There's a laundromat actually right down the street. I know. I need. Yeah. To, I really need to do my laundry. It's so disgusting. Like I, I'm really freaked out about it. Don't they? Do some hotels have laundromats? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. But some. But like also, it's just kind of like. Uh, or, or you know, you have to send it out. But I never, you know, get it together to do that. So yeah. I just. I'm just. I don't know. I, I'm just really needing to do it because I tried to do it in my sink, and then everything just molded. <laughs> so um, it's really not very glamorous to have like mildew and and try to like do this. So I, and I'm going to Paris. I have to do laundry for Paris. Oh, you got to oh, be yeah. clean in Paris or not? Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Well, yeah, that may fit in better. Do you go straight there from here or no? No, I'm going to go. go home? To, uh, I'm going to go to a washing machine in Los Angeles <laughs> for like three days and then really like try to psych myself up to do it. Wow. So what kind of shows are you doing? Like what, what places do you perform in Paris? Um, I perform at this place called. Um, La Java, which is really cool. It's a, uh, it's in old theater. Um, it's where Edith Piaf used to do shows, and it's a very, very, very beautiful Art Nouveau, like just stained glass kind of beautiful place. And um, I have some friends there, which is great. And then I'll go from there to Germany for uh, a bunch of different film festivals. I'm going to show my comedy movies, and then I'll go to England and then Amsterdam. And I'm I'm doing stand-up shows in Amsterdam, and also doing a huge show with a uh, musician that I collaborate with, Ken, Ken Stringfellow. Pacific Northwest guy from mm-hmm. the Posies in Seattle, and um, so I'm going to go there and, and sing with him. And so I do some music. I just did a single with uh, Neil Hamburger, and so we just we just uh, like all these like different people that I'm collaborating with. Like every once in a while, I get together with them and do stuff. So that is fun. so fantastic. Wow. I mean, with all of these different things that you do, is there any one area of entertainment or something that you've always wanted to do that you haven't done yet? Um, I would really love to do like um, just get into like doing those weird like singing things on TV. Like I, I think that would be fun to just take that. Like I just think it's so weird when they're they're like always had like those '70s shows where people would like do duets and stuff, and they uh-huh. would sing, and they would you people mm-hmm. you would never see singing ever. And I, I would like why don't we have that anymore? That's really cool. Yeah. So I love like the '70s sort of variety show format. So that would be fun. Yeah, someday. I well, can I was, see that. Uh, I was just watching Sex in the City the other day, and I completely forgot that you were on that. Was that a character that they had? Oh yeah, that's yeah. a real person. Um, that's a that is actually a woman who does run the fashion shows in New York, and she is a, a, a dead ringer for me. So, um, and then also Michael Patrick King is my friend, who's that's his show. So yeah. he um, he had wanted me to do Sex in the City for a long time, but he couldn't figure out what it was going the best part. So that that came up, and and so he was really excited to do it, and it, and I loved it because it was like I loved that show. And it's really fun to do a show that you're a fan of because mm-hmm. then you just step into the world of it and it's really surreal, but it's really cool. How was it? How was it like on the set? Because I, I too am a fan and the, you were a perfect yeah. fit for that part. Oh, thank you. Oh, it was, it it was, was hilarious. Fun. Yeah. It was really fun. It was that um, Kevin O'Quan was there. That was the last time I saw him alive. And uh, I own so, all of his makeup books. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy who he was. And, and so, you know, that was really nice to spend time with him and, um, you know, just talk and, and hang out, and and he was there, and um, but it, it was a very glamorous episode because there was all these supermodels there, and then there were all these like um, like Heidi Klum and all the, these these people like fashion people, and and um, and of course all the the girls are really really awesome, and they're really they're really nice and mm-hmm. really down to earth and really fun. So I just I, I loved doing it because I just lo- I like felt so comfortable, and they were really excited that I was there. Oh wow, yeah, that was such a glamorous episode. Yeah, very glamorous. How exciting. God, that, yeah, that's awesome. You've done so many things. And, uh, you know, you've broken a lot of ground, too. It's just seeing the comments from people, too, just since we posted this, how many people are fans of yours and oh, how excited they are. Yeah, somebody yeah, on, it's our, really on our Facebook page that's offered nice. their, um, one of their testicles. They're like, I would give my left nut if I could meet her. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to. I, I don't need it. Don't need <laughs> that's nice, testicles. though. Yeah, to your collection, I'm that's, sure. That's yeah. nice of them. It's <laughs> very nice to offer. Well, you can go see Margaret tonight and tomorrow night at Helium Comedy Club, 7.30 and 10 o'clock, both shows. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Go see her. Seriously, she's here this in town. This is an amazing opportunity. And then yeah. you don't have to yeah. give your testicles. You can no, just Yeah, you don't even come. have to give a testicle. No, just come. Yes. Yeah. Just come. And so it's tonight, tomorrow. 7.30 and 10 say? o'clock. Yes. Mm. Yes, go see her. Um, what's uh, margaretcho.com? Yeah, margaretcho.com is okay. everything, yes. Perfect. All right, well, Margaret, thank you so much for stopping thank by. Thank you for taking thank some you. time. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. All right, uh, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Oh, my. 
that three-way did bring us closer together. You're listening to Greg's new favorite bumper on FunEmploymentRadio.com. Wow. <laughs> John well, Denver just, just won't cannot stop. stop yeah, he, playing the John Denver. He wants to, he just keeps popping up on my player. He's like, hey, it's my anniversary today. Keep playing me. Anniversary of his death. Yes, yes. I'm sure that's what, uh, what he's thinking. Hey, so, no grief. There we go. Margaret Cho. Right here on the show. That was uh, that was great. Yeah, she was very cool. Very, um, I would have to say, a very intimidating woman. Yeah, because she knows her shit. Well, that she does. She's good at what she does, that, and that is true. Yes, that is true. Excellent work, Sarah. Too with uh, with all the questions. There. Oh, nailed it, Sarah. Yeah, because I have to admit, I have not see, seen a lot of a lot of her work. It's, <laughs> well, it's not like, necessarily you know my my thing. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> drop dead diva. Good. I'm not. I, I have not seen. <laughs> you don't or celebrate Sex in the all City of her work. or yeah, any of those things till death. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, excellent work, Kenny. Too. Oh, Kenny, excellent that was great. work, sir. Uh, thank you. I just answered some emails. Well, make it sound like you did a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> no, always make it did. sound like you did more. No, you did a lot. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, it, good good work. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, wow, that's been the thing that's been weighing on my mind yeah, all day long. Yeah, now you can relax. Yeah. Now I kind of feel, I'm like I'm right, I'm ready for a beer. Go have a beer. <laughs> Seriously, go have a beer. Yeah, after that. So, all right, yeah, I have to go to my to my fitting. Yeah, you guys later. got big. You got big uh, star plans, don't you, Greg? Mm, well, yeah, I not to, you guys. Greg have, has big star you plans. Have to go try on clothes. Yes, or something. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. It sounds that sounds really hard. Yes, it's very it's very yeah. strenuous. Yeah. I have to go try on clothes for my acting. Oh gig. my god, everything's so hard. God, you guys, I'm gonna be on the set all day. Oh Monday. my god, I'm gonna get free oh, food yeah. all day, and everyone's gonna be doting on me. Oh my god, I'll make sure and post on Facebook like a douche and complain about it, like it's some yeah. miserable oh. thing I have to do. Humble brag it, do it. Yeah, no, I will not yeah. humble brag. It's fucking awesome. Craft Services does not have my sun-dried oh. tomato. Cream this is ridiculous. Cheese. I'm thinking about walking off. What do you guys think? None of this stuff is organic. Yeah, fuck that. Anybody that posts shit like that when they're on a set is a douche. Yeah. Dude, it's awesome. So, I'm Sarah, you're, you're manning the ship all on your own on Monday. Uh, perhaps. Oh. It's going to be a exactly mystery whether there will be uh, or not. I it's see. a mystery because okay. this is what it kind of gets to on Friday. Like, after doing two shows and an interview gotcha. and, like, now my brain kind of turns to mush for a few hours. Yeah. And Sarah okay. is... Uh, and then you fill it with booze. And then I fill the mush with booze. <laughs> <laughs> well, and wrong. Sarah is very nice and accommodating to let me go do this thing on Mondays because she is hosting Sportlandia by herself, along, though, with special guest... Scott Daly. Scott Daly is going to be my guest for the day. Yes, indeed. I don't. I never have started off Sportlandia. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Don't give me a little power, Greg. This is why you never go on vacation in radio. Mm. When you say that, you make it sound like you're some evil overlord. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah, for letting me get this job that's paying me money. Sounds like I beat him or yeah. something. Like, you say that you're grateful. <laughs> Threatening some stabbings. <sighs> yeah, I don't know where to go after Mark oh, Cho. So I think I think we. There's nowhere to go after Cho. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. do you show? Oh, my God. I just, oh. That's that's probably enough. I think you've used yes. up enough talking words for today. You need to save them for Monday. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for supporting our show. If you are listening for the first time, thank you. Tell your friends. If you listen all the time, tell your friends anyway. Yes. Tell, <laughs> just tell them anyway. Tell as many people as possible. You can always go to our website, too, and share the page. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, if you are in the Portland area... Go pick up a t-shirt at Sorrell's. Oh, my goodness. Why yeah. would you not? They're still there. They, they are. are. Sorrell's on 37th and Hawthorne across yes. the street from the Baghdad Theater. Go in there. Support them. Local business. Say hi to Anton and Deb. Yes. They mm-hmm. are the nicest, coolest people ever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, go go support them and, and buy a t-shirt of us and Geek in the City. Yes. All right. Whew. My talking words are used up. Breathe easy. Yep. Yes. Yep. So oh, do we yeah. get to, are you going to come in next week at some point tomorrow, or Kenny? Yes, I will be here on Tuesday. Yay! Yay! Mm-hmm. Very nice. I like yeah. that. Oh, that's right. Yes, we have a special guest. A special, a special person. Oh, yes. will be here. Yep. Indeed. Oh. We'll talk about that more next week. All right. Everybody have a good weekend. We'll be back maybe on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Check out.